Welcome to SF Site Audio Reviews. Today we're listening to Lamentation by Ken Skulls. In this epic fantasy, Skulls creates a world that immediately draws you into its story as Windweir, the most powerful city on the planet, falls to cataclysmic destruction. Then Patronus saw the cloud piling up on the horizon to the northwest. He needed no mathematics to calculate the distance. He needed no time at all to know exactly what it was and what it meant. Windweir. Stunned, he slid to his knees, his eyes never leaving the tower of smoke that rose westward and north of Caldus Bay. It was close enough that he could see the flecks of fire in it as it roiled and twisted its way into the sky. Oh, my children, Petronus whispered, quoting the first gospel of Pandro Wine. What have you done to earn the wrath of heaven? Windweir was the capital city of the Andro-Francines, a religious order with vestiges of the Roman Catholic Church, including a pope. They have been the guiding force in rediscovering technology and collecting knowledge from the ruins of an advanced civilization in the distant past. Listen as the young boy Neb remembers a conversation with his father, who was an archaeologist for the Brotherhood. He remembered his last visit with his father three or four months ago. He had just returned from a dig in the waste, and he had brought Neb a square metal coin that shined brightly despite its age. Brother Hebda was excited. We found a good one this time, Neb. A shrine from the time of the Yazirite resurgence. Neb remembered this from lessons about the age of laughing madness, the five hundred years after the end of the old world that were marked by chaos, anarchy, and a near eighty percent insanity rate from the earliest days of the apocalypse to the fourth generation of children. This entire story is told by a handful of main characters, each offering his or her unique perspective. In fact, every chapter begins with the name of the person whose viewpoint will be heard in that chapter. These different points of view move the story forward and do a great job with character development. They also let the audio producer use multiple narrators, which works beautifully with this structure. Scott Brick, William DeFries, Maggie Meg Reed, and Stefan Rednicki lend their considerable talents to this performance. Each is assigned one or two characters whose chapters they voice throughout the book. Here, Reed gives voice to Jin Lee Tam, the beautiful consort to Lord Sethbert, as she watches his reaction to the destruction of Windweir. <laughs> oh, it's better than I thought. She forced her eyes away for long enough to see his wide smile. Look at that. And now there were gasps and whispers that grew to a buzz around them. There were arms lifted, fingers pointing north. Jin Lee Tam looked away again to take in the pale faces of Sethbert's generals and captains and lieutenants. And she knew that if she could see all the way back to the line upon line of soldiers and scouts behind her, she'd see the same fear and awe upon their faces, too. Perhaps, she thought, turning her eyes back onto that awful cloud as it lifted higher and higher into the sky. That fear and awe painted every face that could see it for miles and miles around. Perhaps everyone knew what it meant. Behold, Sethbert said in a quiet voice, the end of the Androfrancine tyranny.
Windwear is fallen, he chuckled. Tell that to your father. And when his chuckle turned into a laugh, Jinli Tam heard the madness in him for the first time. The fall of Windweir will impact rulers of all the named lands, including the secluded Ninefold Forest. Their leader, Lord Rudolfo, and his gypsy scouts saddle up for the long ride to Windweir, where they discover a golden robot at the bottom of a crater. Questioned by Rudolfo, the robot tells of his work at the Great Library, compiling remnants of an ancient curse considered so dreadful that his memory is supposed to be erased at the end of each day's work. I put the parchment in its safe, left the catalogue room and watched the Andra Francine Grey Guard lock it behind me. I returned to Brother Charles, but his study was locked. I waited. The metal man whirred and clicked. Rodolfo selected a sword in an intricate scabbard, thrusting it through his sash. And? The metal man began to shake. Steam poured out of his exhaust grate. His eyes rolled, and a high-pitched whine emanated from somewhere deep inside. And, Rodolfo said, sharpness creeping into his voice. And all went blank for a moment, Lord. My next memory was standing in the city square, shouting the words of the seven cacophonic deaths. All of the words into the sky. I tried to stop the utterance. He sobbed again his metal body shuddering and groaning. I could not stop. I tried, but could not stop. Rodolfo felt the mechanical's grief, sharp and twisting in his stomach. He stood at the flap of his tent, needing to leave, and not knowing what to say. The metal man continued. Finally, I reversed my language scroll, but it was too late. The death golems came. The plague spiders scuttled. Fire fell from sulfur clouds. All seven deaths. The mystery of who actually destroyed Winweir and why is only one part of an absolutely wonderful puzzle created by the author. Throughout the book, I kept getting flashbacks from Frank Herbert's Dune, Isaac Asimov's Foundation, and, of all things, Robin Hood and his Merry Men and then wrap all that up with a sort of medieval steampunk feel. And you've got a very unique story with great characters and lots of intrigue. The narrators give an extra layer of depth to the characters and keep an already exceptional read even more hypnotic. But best of all, this is only the first volume in a planned five-volume series. So, while the author neatly ends this first installment, he also cracks open a door to let you peek into the future. It's a scene that will make you want to bust down that door and run headlong to the other side. Lamentation is unabridged and 15 hours long. It was published in 2009 by Macmillan Audio. I'm Susan Dunman, inviting you to read at the speed of sound.